Hello and welcome to Good Sex Bads. I'm sorry. Hello and welcome to Good Sex Bad Sex, a podcast from Metro.co.uk. A bit like trying to organise your office online, but we're not Slack. Uh, Slack. What? See, Bibi's not laughing because she doesn't know what Slack is. What's Slack? Oh my god, I'm Bibi Lynch. I'm going to hell. I'm Miranda Kay. <laughs> Honestly, not bothered. Not bothered. But I might not even, might not even turn up to this one. Might not even get. We're, well, we're going to be talking to someone who made quite the impression on, I'd say us, but it's definitely more Bibi. But I like him anyway. Uh, we're going to be talking to our old friend, Master Peter. <gasps> Now, if you haven't, I just have to say this, that if you haven't listened to the last episode that Master Peter was in, <laughs> do yourself a favour. If you have listened to it, go and listen back. It's an absolute bit of fried gold. <laughs> you look seeing him. Well, hearing it. I honestly love this man. He's so funny and so intelligent. And just really, and he just made me, he pulled my hair. He's he so my hair. He's so dreamy. I just want to... He's so dreamy. <laughs> Can we just hear, hear from him, please? He can. Welcome Hi. back. Shut your face, Miranda Kane. <laughs> Welcome... Shut your face, Miranda Kane. Welcome back to Good Sex, Bad Sex. My least favourite guest ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Professional <laughs> male dom, Master Peter. Yeah. I can't believe he's back. Oh, she's so fangirly. How are you, Master Hello. Peter? Hello. Hello. I am back once again. I guess I should be called the Renegade Master now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's lots of ill behaviour which still need punishing, um, oh. even in lockdown. But uh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Why hard at your jokes than she does at mine? She definitely fancies you. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm so sorry that this has to be over Skype rather yeah. than because that was one of my favourite moments. I think you pulling BB's hair and her just absolutely wetting the floor was in the metro offices with a glass front office, no less. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was definitely a moment. I would like to say I'm a serious journalist. <laughs> She'd like to say that. She doesn't mean it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, Master Peter. So I'm guessing during lockdown, it's been business has been quiet. It, it has been very quiet, absolutely. Uh, for for many people who are sex workers, I think we we've all we've all uh, suffered a little bit, and of course, not been able to see people until very recently, actually. So last Monday, um, the government has allowed personal care providers, which uh, which. <laughs> I, I provide I provide very personal, um, very personal. care um, and lots of aftercare as well. Of course, uh, we, we've been allowed to start seeing clients for a week now, so um, things have started to change slowly. Yeah. Are there any things that you're putting in place with clients? Like, do you have to like are you te- are people sheltering or anything like that? Is there anything in particular that you ask them to do beforehand or anything? So I have 
of course, raised awareness about the symptoms of COVID and said, look, if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, then please do not come. Uh, please be prepared to have a discussion about your circumstances before you come, which might involve, for example, your proximity to people who are immunocompromised, that kind of thing. So, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of health and safety type stuff that happens before we've even agreed a kind of a, a time in the day. And then, of course, I've got, got personal hygiene practices in my in my little dungeon. Um, to uh, to ensure that everything is, uh, is is looked after and there's no kind of there's no risk of transmission um, between clients as well. Yeah. When you see people now, do you um, do you dress up as a doctor? <laughs> oh my god! Um, yes, uh, the cough is a safe word. <laughs> um, just don't uh, give me a clap on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I did joke for that's when I should see my clients in lockdown because people would just think that uh, we really love the NHS and our health with all of <laughs> the clapping sounds coming from it. But uh, are you doing more? How about online? Are you are you getting more online appointments? Yeah, so I've been, of course, everyone's tried to adjust what they're doing to, to be online friendly, and I am no exception. So uh, I, I, I took my talks and the workshops I was doing and put them online straight away. And then I, I've been increasingly doing coaching with people online. And I think that the main thing that has happened, actually, which wasn't intended, is that suddenly my reach has kind of got, got so much wider. So no longer am I just looking at kind of people who want to actually come physically from usually within M25 to, oh. to come to a talk or to come to a session. But I've had coaching people from all over the world now, which is uh, um, oh. an unanticipated silver lining in, in a strange kind of way. Um, it's been quite fun. So you're coaching people to be doms? Um, sometimes. So um, a lot of the time it's somebody who who, who has got some, some uh, potentially they want to unlock their, their kind of authentic dominance, if you like, and, and they want to uh, they want to work on that. Or maybe they have a very specific issue that they want to discuss um, and, and have some coaching on, which could be related to like dom sub, but it could be anything in the kind of, you know, the broader BDSM context. Um yeah, and sometimes people are actually interested in being trained um, to be better submissives as well. So that's that's also a thing. Um, so lots of variety, actually, which is, keeps me that, on my toes. That blows my mind because – so I can understand that you, you'd have that kind of you, – you'd naturally maybe – well, I know people can be both as well, but you'd have that kind of inclination. So well, you're coaching in terms of etiquette or safety or how to – be an extreme version of what you naturally feel you can do um so all of those things uh, to a certain extent um safety safety is an over overlay to everything of course that we do but uh, it, it tends to be more around for example um somebody somebody's in a relationship and one of the people in the relationship is interested um to approach it in a more capable fashion uh, and this happens particularly with people who've got this dom sub dynamic that they're starting to explore the person who is the the more dominant one of that pair um mm. can sometimes feel just a little bit of you know a, a, I guess a little bit of anxiety around the fact that they're supposed to be the dominant one, but they're completely new to this as mm, well. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and does the other person kind of, do they have credibility with their partner when it, when they're in that role? And, you know, are they muddling through it together or do they want to come to somebody like me to maybe get a little bit of a masterclass, no pun intended, and then kind of like mm -hmm. take that back in 
um, uh, and 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 you know have some tools which which they've not just kind of modelled through on their own. One of the things that I used to sort of feel like as a dominant was a lot of guys, especially like because they were guys that I didn't really know, would say, "Oh, just do whatever." When they say that, what what is there a basic thing that I can start with? Yeah. So I, I, for many years now, actually, I, I've I've often kind of struggled to um, to coax out you know the type of session that, yeah. that somebody wants because it's, it's it, it's, it's so hard. nebulous, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So w- what I've actually done in the last couple of weeks is I've, I've created a little tool on my on my website, which is actually mm-hmm. it's a session planner. Um, oh. And it's effectively, so, so <laughs> when I think about people um, who, who want to have a session, usually there is one or more dimension that they're interested in. And those dimensions tend to be the kind of the physicality side of it. They want something really kind of intense and very much related to body work. Uh, not necessarily sexual, though. Um, the second category is people who want a more psychological kind of thing. It's very much what's going on between the ears, not between their legs. Mm. And, and and the last category is, of course, undeniably the people who, who want a kind of a more sexual experience as part of their sexuality. Um, so what I've got is I've got this little slider thing where people can bump it up between like one and three in each of those three dimensions where mm-hmm. three would be like you know a lot of content two would be moderate one would be little or none and so they can work out you know uh, and uh, they move a the slider and the description of what that session might look like will appear below it and then yeah. people get to read all of these and experiment with it so by the time they actually like arrive at my place they've actually got a much better idea of what they're looking for than they ever did previously um so i'm really excited about this because i think it's a kind of it's just a more scientific way of approaching that that thought process what 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 do you want to happen and and it's and a safer way as well i can imagine like so you know what what their limits are and they know what you're prepared to do and, and not do yes yeah so i do mention my limits in it as well particularly in the kind of the sexual dimension um Also, I I had to create a description for every single one of 27 different combinations. (laughs) So I I went a little bit crazy by the end of it. And I've got one. You can tell which ones I've done towards the end because I've given them all a name and they start off like very, very, very simple, like BDSM 101. And by the end of it, I've got the soggy bottom. um, (laughs) A weird British Bake Off inspired session. Um, And and it it, it just goes off a deep end at some point. do you know what I love about you, Master Peter? What's <laughs> just the one thing? Go on. Well, right now, you're very thorough. You're very thorough. I think you have to be, absolutely. Who would trust a Dom that isn't thorough? Not me. Did you get government help during COVID? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't. I did. I did try and tell somebody else an essential worker, but I'm not sure they bought it. So, no, I mean, you know, had had I incorporated a company... Or had I gone fully uh, self-employed at the right time, then of course I would have been able to to take advantage of some of the schemes. But I the, the dates just didn't align. So no, I've been purely self-sufficient and Aww. reliant on 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 the internet for uh, so, for my income. So- 
So you've done some Zoom Dom, can we can we say? Have you done I, some? I have, yes, I so have. So how does that even work? Oh my god, can I quickly just tell you about something? Oh my god. I did a Zoom call the other day and didn't realise I wasn't ca- I was on camera. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> what happened? Well, no, I didn't thank God I didn't do anything, but my friend said he said, You look so gormless. <laughs> and gormless is such and I went, did, I went really went, yeah, and then at one point you just like looking over your shoulder. <laughs> What was I looking at? Oh, but anyway, it's not about how, how me. How do you do a Zoom call and not realise that you're on camera? I can't even oh, about it. it. It's kind of, I, somebody I know who works in an office, um, uh, this is the early days of lockdown, they ended up doing a, a Zoom call that they thought was audio only, but their video yeah. um, opened immediately. And it was 8am oh, in the morning, so she was sat in bed, oh, like, um, oh, with the boobs out, oh, <laughs> with, with, a, with a big, like, a bunch of corporate people uh, going, your camera is on. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so... Bet she, bet she got that promotion. So what's, um, so Zoom doming, how do, how do you even do that? Do you do it, is, is it just one person? How do you do it? So I've done a few of these now. And I have to say most of the Zoom stuff I've been doing is more like the coaching side of things because that works really well online. Um, I, I had one client in Singapore, of all places, who, um, uh, who wanted an online domination um, session, which, which I agreed to. And it, it honestly, I was just just cracking up, you know, just barely containing myself because at one point, you know, I had a bit of a preamble with her and, you know, she was quite a masochist and everything. So I was, you know, I was coming up with ways ways that she could hurt herself on my request. (laughs) And, you know, and it started off fairly simply with just kind of like, okay, you're going to give yourself a smack on the bum. I want to see handprints. So she's trying to spank herself rather than me do it online, which which was funny enough but then like you know she was going into the kitchen and grabbing things and like poking herself with them it was really funny um <laughs> but but you know but bdsm doesn't have to be all serious all the time and i think um it had the desired effect so uh so so that was good oh i i'd like to know how's carl verboten how is he in all of this carl carl's carl's fine i was speaking to him just today actually i I think like all event organizers you know Mm. there's there's been a bunch of hardship for for every person who who runs events has suffered and you know carl and the the verboten crew are no different you know these guys put their heart and soul into organizing these amazing events and then suddenly you know, suddenly events cannot happen. Verboten have done some online events and they've been pretty cool. They've had some really great performers. <gasps> they've had some really good socials and, you know, people... That was people... my invite. He's so... Um... <laughs> He's tricking you mean to keep you keen. <laughs> He's let me down. He's let you down. I, I, are you a member? She is of sorts. Member of something. Anyway... Um, <laughs> But, but, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it was great. People got the opportunity to dress up in their, their kink stuff, but just be in their living rooms as opposed to, you know, coming to a club. So um, it worked, worked to a certain extent. But, of course, you know, you just you don't have the ability to run events as you normally do uh, and the government you know of course you know they're not they're not preoccupied with like the nighttime economy are they um that's yeah. not the first thing that they want to kind of like provide support to so i bet they are 
when it's not a bit, but they are kind of off camera, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what, you know, you know what I'm implying. Yeah, well, I'm sure they are about alcohol because they tax it so much. But, you uh, know, Kingsters don't drink a lot of alcohol because mm-hmm. we have to be sober enough to play. So that was never going to be a, a great money spinner for them, really, to look after our corner of the universe. Master Peter. Yes. Um, <laughs> You're in the back there, yes. Yes. Last week, we <laughs> chatted with um, Dominic and Nadia from the Healthy Pleasure Group and the Entomology School. And they were saying something that happened during COVID, they found, was that people, because we had a bit more kind of enforced time, if we weren't going through the traumas of what was going on for a lot of people in, in COVID um, during lockdown, to really kind of explore their sexuality and, and kind of think about what they want to be or want to get or how it is and how they want to improve it. Do you think that's kind of happened in your field a bit? Do you think do you think people are going to have had a chance to explore more about themselves? I think certainly there's lots of room for introspection when you're locked up in, a, in, in your house and, you know, and you, there's everything has slowed down a lot, right? So we've all had more time to um, to kick around and, and to think about what we're doing and what life decisions have brought us to, to this point. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, I would think so. And, and, you know, one, one of the, one of the main things that has happened is that everyone's re-examining their business model, you know, um, and, and working out how, how they can sustain what they do, um, when this kind of thing happens, particularly as, you know, it might not be over and, you know, Mm. we're, we're we're late July now for anyone listening at home, doesn't know when this was recorded and it's looking like we might, you know, hit a second kind of wave, a second spike in kind of September, October time, you know. So let's say, um, uh, let's be half glass half empty for a second and say that like the rest of 2020 is a write-off, you know, how, 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 how do you, um, how do you kind of stay afloat until until next year? That's that's uh, that's something that's preoccupying a lot of people. But more broadly for now, I think people have gone like, right, you know, we've got a new relationship dynamic because we used to have jobs where we spent lots of time away from each other in a kind of, you know, in an office or whatever we did. And we had different friendship groups. So we spent a lot of time um, kind of socialising with them. And now, like, you know, um, we're we've got a relationship where we see each other for like every waiting moment with an hour for exercise, which actually <laughs> the only other place that happens is in a federal penitentiary. Um, so, you know, <laughs> literally solitary confinement um, is, uh, is, is, is something that people are now considering as a, as a positive thing. Who knew? Um, <laughs> and, and so, you know, the way that people relate to each other has suddenly undergone a bit of a, um, a sea change and people are, and, and that's why actually some people are going to people like me in a lockdown going like, we, you know, we want to try something new. We want yeah. to, we want to do something we've never done before. We want to yeah. explore something that we've never, never felt like we needed to, but, you know, we need to change our own See- dynamic a bit. Once again, Master Peter, when you just um, let the listeners know the date, Thorough. That was, very, <laughs> that, was that was quite arousing. Can was I, it? Wasn't it? When you, um, I, we love talking to you. When you, what's really interesting as well about talking to you is, as, as of course, this is a business, isn't it? I understand yeah. that, and you, and you talk about, you know, and you totally 
you know, top of your game, you know what you're doing, it's all brilliant. But it never sounds sexual to you when we talk to, about it to you. Yeah, interesting. Um, well, I guess, you know, I'm a professional and this is my career. So so in one sense, I, I approach it like that. But at the same point, you know, I play with sexual energy with clients and um, and the, the most authentic way of doing that is being invested in what you're doing. And if you, ha- if you do actually have a nice connection with somebody and if you do actually... Um, if, if if you spark when you're you're actually doing a session or, or playing, then that's fantastic because it just means it's going to be even, even better. So, um, I you know I'm not a kind of a, a dom automaton that that just kind of you know um, robots my way through sessions. But um, when we're talking in this kind of context, and of course yeah. I'm representing yeah. what I do as a, as a job, yeah. Miranda, when we met Masterpiece, well. Masterpiece fell in love with me, and I met. Yeah. You know, you know when that happened. I was just, I was just a third you were wheel. Just there. Yeah. You were just there. Yeah. It was, you know, you could have yeah. left the you, room. You were the chaperone, bro. I was the matchmaker. <laughs> I was make a matchmaker, make me a match. Um, did we ask Master Peter to guess what we were in terms of? being a dog. Well, I think we made it very clear, BB. I think that was, that was, a, that was a losing game all round. <laughs> we, we, did, we, we certainly did a bit of a test um, yeah. with you, BB, didn't we? Um, and I well, think, uh, changed. Ask her if she's changed her mind. <laughs> I, I, I've never found my mind since then. I haven't, I haven't completed a sentence since then. <laughs> your, your mind is, is somewhere in a corner in the Daily Mail office, which is completely <laughs> Concerning to everyone, um, but that's okay. She oh, has been in the naughty corner ever since. <laughs> have you missed? Did you have you missed me, Miranda? Um, yes, it, oh. indubitably so. I, I, I've missed you guys. It was no, it was just a really good chat. You know, it's great to be able to have have a really um, stimulating conversation about this kind of stuff um, <laughs> with people, you know, and like talk a bit too much shop with like fellow doms and stuff, and it just gets into scene politics and the rest of it. So it was, oh. it was a pleasure, oh. it was an absolute pleasure, uh, a pleasure, a pleasure, oh, a pleasure, a pleasure. Um, what <laughs> I'm trying to get BB. Oh, Master Pete, have you got any tips for this? I'm trying to get BB. We did um, like we were talking. We had a, a lovely. Uh, episode last week um, where the word pleasure kept coming up a lot and so I'm trying to make BB come on demand when anyone says the word pleasure if you said it enough I'm pretty sure it would happen so uh, so so here's the thing you can absolutely train people to orgasm um, with a cue but the cue has to be longer than just one word so um, for example like you know if you if if it was if it was a whole kind of like, yeah, maybe even longer because you've Don't got, you've got to, Sorry. what you've, what you've got to be able to do is you've got to, first of all, make it clear that you're suddenly um, in that mode and then you've got to kind of build towards the orgasm and then, you know, and then you've got to have that kind of last word at the end of it that triggers it. <gasps> so usually it's a sentence or it's, for example, a countdown, you know, um, there's one guy on the scene who's always in the dungeon somewhere, kind of counting down from ten, um, and uh, and you know, but but you know, slowly enough and methodically enough that somebody can you know get 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 into it. So if you just use the word pleasure, that's that's kind of like it's a bit like a drive-by, isn't it? Like you know, you're not even you're not even sure you've you, you you've been shot until it's too late. Um, <laughs> I mean, it would be it would be incredible superpower, wouldn't it? Just to go just to go up to people and go. Pleasure. Pleasure. Uh, 
You can do it in a sentence, though. You, well, you can, yeah, you could do. It'd have to be the same sentence, and and it like would, what you, kind of sentence? Give us an example. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, it could program it, her, program her. It, it could be it could be the lyrics of like a song that you really like, or it could be like you know an erotic poem, you know, or, oh. or something like that. You know, the, the best the best thing to do is to choose something where like it sounds good to you, you relate it in your mind to kind of sex naturally or it is very clearly like that countdown example like you oh know there's God. there's a clear destination you're counting down from 10 you know i'm um, not sure we can use the countdown because i know bb and she'll be thinking rusty bin so it, <laughs> i'm thinking if the sentence should be something around the um the cheese aisle in waitrose <laughs> <laughs> and then i think we end with gruyere <laughs> what sweet dreams are made of brie <laughs> oh are we to disagree yeah indeed. um hey must peter yes you should be a surgeon i should be a surgeon is this um, your personal fantasy that's leaking out yeah, now? It, it, or, maybe um, it is please don't say leaking out you talk about that but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, because you're thorough, and <laughs> and you know you know about things. <laughs> oh, that is an excellent. That, what a chat up line that is. That is. Is, is, is that your uh, <laughs> chat up line? You should be a surgeon. <laughs> you're thorough. And you know things. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty certain that that's all surgeons do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the yeah. equivalent of punching you I in think, the shoulder. I think if you saw how I actually like do handwriting things like that, you'd quickly come to a different conclusion. <laughs> like, you need you need really good hand eye coordination for that stuff. And uh... <laughs> I didn't say a good surgeon. Great. <laughs> 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 hey, well, you're like the worst careers advisor I've ever met. Um, after the one I actually had at school who told me, I think, that I should have been a traffic warden. Um, <laughs> you, do use, you can use the traffic light systems now, then, you know, you're nearly there. Why were you supposed to be a traffic warden? I think I said that I liked, like, the outdoors and <laughs> and I was quite stern. <laughs> I think that was it. <laughs> how, long, how long have you been um, uh, uh, dumb for? Uh, professionally, for, for mm. just about 10 years now. What do you, what's the most, and don't, and if, I, I don't if say anything if it's going to compromise anyone, but I'm sure it might, well, I'm sure that's your thing. But, you know, um, what's been like the, um, a memorable moment? You're like, whoa. A memorable moment. Um, so many of them. Um I think many of my memorable moments have been related to um, to things that I didn't expect to happen. For example, um, like I know it sounds silly, but like one of my most memorable moments was um, the first time that um, somebody squirted actually in in a session um, without um, without any internal stimulus whatsoever and it was um and i just wasn't expecting it um and 
and it was quite uh, quite a lot of volume as well. And um, oh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I ducked out of the way like quickly. <laughs> I'm um, so sorry. Um, <laughs> really, I'm still <laughs> quite embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah, so she she was she was embarrassed, and I told her that she shouldn't be because it was it was actually quite hot, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, and yeah, so that that was that was a, a visually memorable thing, I guess, that happened. But w- w- beyond that, I think some of the most memorable things have actually been through through coaching, um, where you know you have the the privilege of working with somebody in a way that actually really changes their outlook on things or changes their sex life or changes you know how they relate to people um more recently i've been coaching people from outside of london as i said one of one of the people i coached um somewhere in germany um he was he was having this um uh he he he, his partner um was was a submissive and um and he was trying to work out how he could best um kind of control some of her more brattish tendencies and it turned out that um they were polyamorous and she had a couple of other partners so one of the things i worked with them on was involving her other partners in discipline so that when she skipped out or merrily uh, at the end of like her time with him and she'd done something bad he'd phone ahead to like you know one of his his metamors um and say hey look you know she's been really bad do you mind um do you mind do you mind buddy so she'd rock up at her other partner's house and like he'd be like i understand you've been really bad she'd be like firing against me um, oh. and it's just like it's just opened up this whole new like avenue of fun not just for him not just for his partner yeah. but for for um for her partners her other partners as well and i'm just like so proud i'm like a proud king dad when i hear about the success <laughs> that they're now having um is there, is there anything like because i know a couple of sex workers who have gone on to use use their superpowers in various ways like whether it's um being going into therapy or um someone went into forensic um nice question is there anything that you think oh do you know what i've learned so much from this surgeon want to do <laughs> be a bad surgeon <laughs> in the future is this something that you'd want to do uh, in the future I mean, potentially. I think I think the psychology of everything is is fascinating, and of course, that kind of opens the door into different different areas of, of therapy. For example, um, I, I've actually had referrals from therapists, which has been really interesting. You would you wouldn't think that they would do that, but actually, you know, uh, if you're a therapist and you have somebody who comes to you and they've got some things that maybe they think is an issue, maybe they've got a sense of shame around some things which which actually so you and I is just kink, you know, something more kinky, then actually sometimes a therapist will say, have you actually considered BDSM or have you actually considered whether this is just something actually that that um, that you, you would really like and could be a positive yeah. part of your life or whatever? And so very occasionally I get somebody who's like, oh, my, you know, my... That's um, fantastic. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, my, um, my, my psychiatrist, whatever, said I should come and see you. And I'm like, great, wonderful. Uh, and, you know, very, very, very occasionally I've, I've had to kind of say to somebody, actually, I think you should go and talk to a professional about, yeah. you know, what you've tried to bring up in a kind of a session because actually that's, that, 
that's beyond my um my realm of expertise so there, there's yeah. you know um there is a kind of an aligned field there and i do wonder whether at some point i will hang up my vlogger and go well i'll just uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go and um become accredited in in that side of things instead if you went into psychology what, yeah. why because uh, you're obviously incredibly intelligent so try have a think about this now why do you think miranda's the way she is <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was going to be. Well, you know, I can pretend to be and 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 talk about you know some kind of prior prior trauma, but but I I I I honestly don't know that there's anything wrong with her, and you know sometimes it's just that the people you hang out with kind of rub off on you a little bit. You know, you've got some kind of like shared trauma from spending so much time with 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 each other. Um, I don't know. It's just conjecture on my part. <laughs> is there is there an etiquette? So if you were in the cheese aisle in Waitrose, say, um, mm. and you saw someone you'd you'd um, trained, yeah. or coached, do, yeah. are you allowed to say hello? I would always say hello and acknowledge them. I I wouldn't kind of you know jump into a conversation about how we knew each other um, and you know and you know how's your how's your spanking technique coming along? <laughs> like just. <laughs> Just next to the gooseberries or whatever. Um, it, that's something. Don't call I, Miranda that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wouldn't do that, and you know, particularly if they were with somebody else, um, I wouldn't do that because you know they they're probably not expecting to see me in that context, and they're probably like a little bit kind of suddenly off balance, you know. And I, I take my cues from other people really in those yeah. scenarios when I bump into somebody who I know I've seen like you know either as a client or I've met them in a kind of a kink club or something like that. Then uh, it's up to them how much they 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 kind of refer to that or acknowledge it. Yeah. I think you're a Virgo. You think I'm a Virgo? <laughs> um, no, I don't. I think you're. Um, I think you're Aquarius. This is, Do you? This is, well, you're, I'm afraid you're wrong. It was actually my birthday a couple of days ago. So. Um, oh, Cancer. Yes. Yeah. Crunch, crunchy on the outside, chewy on the inside, or is that an armadillo? I don't know. That's, that's why um, she likes you so much because I'm a Cancer as well. Yeah. So, uh, I'm serious. She, she, Happy birthday. How did you celebrate? Oh, thank you um, so I, I celebrated in the most middle-aged way I think I've ever celebrated, which was just unpacking my house. I've just oh. moved. Um, oh, so my oh, birthday oh, present oh. to myself was actually kind of, you know, a clear, clear house. I am excited, though, because my house includes a dedicated basement dungeon, oh. which is very exciting. Don't, don't um, tell Bibi, otherwise you'll have to move again. Like, well, like... you know, it's got very good acoustics. Um, I'm thinking it would be a great place to, uh, to to record a future episode. Oh, oh. oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Master Peter, we've missed you. We, we love you so much. Um, <laughs> But we are going to come to your house, though. And we are going to come to your house. I'm going to come to your house. She's going to come in your house. So they- <laughs> Stop it. I don't like it when you speak like that. <laughs> Just start, you're the wrong podcast, aren't you? <laughs> Just remember that the safe word is shut your face, Miranda Cates. Mars <laughs> Peter. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely, entirely welcome. The pleasure was entirely yours. It was mostly mine as well. (laughs) Hey, we should ask where? How can people get hold of you? Yes. 
Oh, absolutely. Well, my website with the uh, the session planning tool I mentioned is masterpeter.co.uk. Thorough, thorough session planning tools, which absolutely. makes you know lots of things. You mm. bad surgeon you are. Sorry. And that was Master- masterpeter.co.uk. That is correct, yeah. Cool. Hey, Master Peter. Yes. See you later. I hope so. <laughs> See you care. tonight. Baby Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling after that? Fine. <laughs> but you're so clever and you know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love to set back uh, feminism at what was that, 50 years? <laughs> <laughs> you should be a surgeon. A bad surgeon. <laughs> I mean... That's how oh. I date. That's how I flirt. That's why you're single. That is why I'm single. Oh That's how God. I flirt, Miranda Kane. You're so thorough, and you know. <laughs> oh God, I really hate my. I hate myself, but not as much as I hate you. I'm BB Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. <laughs> this has been Good Sex, Bad Sex, produced by the fabulous Juliet Nichols from Metro.co.uk. Uh, please get in touch with us uh, on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex with a triple X at the end. We're on Insta, we're on Twitter. If you have any queries or any guest suggestions or you'd like to come on yourself, uh, we are, where is it? Info at sexpod.com co.uk great well done and um miranda god willing mm. i'll mm. see you next week <laughs> ave maria <laughs> that should be your safe word <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're so disrespectful <laughs> <It's> so terrifying <laughs>